Aha. Aha. Late ill kid at one year, so honey down, bring that streak geek and nerd. So, what is up, my people? Today, all year, coming with another wonderful episode of That's Right on Screen. We talk about Atlanta season four. <laughs> yeah, episode three. We born to die out here. What up, Ghost MKC? Ghost MKC in the chat. I want to give a big shout out to the people in the Atlanta Facebook group the Atlanta discussion group on Facebook we're going to be pulling out some stuff from there because there was some stuff there that I thought was funny to talk about but you know what I'm saying welcome come through hit that like button share this stream so people can come in and we can talk and go and subscribe and all that jazz because brother need help but after the HBO program helping the brother out I want to introduce to you all right one half 50 percent of the dynamic duo of the south who I hope to meet an actual person in November I throw it over here. That's right. You know him. You love him. Keith of Blurtish. What's up? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing tonight? And again, yeah, shout out <laughs> to all of y'all in the comments. Um, I can't see, but also shout out to the uh to the Atlanta group. Y'all mm. crack me up. Some of y'all have some very gro- very great thought-provoking stuff. Some of y'all need help. <laughs> so but, this episode, this episode is interesting. I'm gonna go in and kick it off with Ghost MKC. <laughs> He said, rest in peace, Yodel Kid. Yodel Kid, yo. Yo, rest in peace, dude. You know what I'm saying, brother? Look, I'll tell you one thing. Yodel Kid lived fast and hard, boy, didn't he? Homie was, homie was over there spitting game to a shorty and could barely stand. Y'all better get off that stuff, all right? Look, Yodel Kid. Hey, man. Yodel Kid had full Garth Brooks attire, all right? But was rolling. (laughs) An urban cowboy out in the streets, man. Yo. (laughs) Homie was was spitting game out there. (laughs) So, all right, this episode uh, continues to follow this idea of kind of like possible death looming because we get, we get, What's, what's the boy? Um, we get Paperboy talking about death. We get Paperboy talking about death and being surrounded by death. Death is right beside him with you know, Yodel Kid. And they, you got Earn. Oh, go ahead. Born to die. The episode yep. called Born to Die. Yep. So. <laughs> uh, Antoine Film said, Was that like the Walmart Yodeler from a few years ago? You know what? Now, it probably more than a few years, but. The Walmart, that, yo, you know what? It kind of rings you know a what? bell. It rings a bell. That boy it rings walk, a bell. That, I, the, now, I know my antennas be hot. I'm going to go in and say it right now. But when I saw that Walmart yodeling, everybody was so happy for him. I'm like, if that was a kid out there spitting rhymes, they would have booted him from the store. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just keeping real. If he was out there, if he was out there, freestyling and calling out things in the crowd as they walked by, things they were buying or whatever, showing his skills, they would have booted his butt out the store. But that's a whole nother story. But actually, I'm, that's part of the story of why we need YWA. It's probably true about the, the Yola, because I forget that they had we had the the delay. And a lot of people yep. don't remember that, you know, the the, the, the pandemic delay. So the pandemic some delay. of these stories are a little bit old. In um in real life, because you know it feel like dog years of some of these yeah. things with when, when you talk about pandemic, but it does ring a bell. But I can't yeah. quite. Remember. I I remember him. I remember seeing him. Been like, 
first thing I thought was like, if this kid, if this kid name was Jamal, he would have got booted out of the store and it, it would it would have never been. It would have been his name would have been he would have never been allowed back in the store and it wouldn't have been this feel-good story. It would have, it would have been like, hey, get Jamal out of here. Boy thinks he can rhyme. What he's not a poet. Now, Shouts to Ghost MKC says the young white avatar is a real template in the in, I mean the industry uses to put plants into the industry. Episode was scary how close to reality it is. So my thing is, yeah, uh, it's close to reality because like honestly, Donald B in that stuff. Donald Glover be around these people. Like, I think I think Donald Glover takes internet culture, his personal experiences, and the crazy stuff he sees. It out and then out of New York and Hollywood and all this stuff, and like stuffs it into this show in like a very weird way. Uh, and I mean, but entertaining as well. Cause yeah, people started talking about like YWAs and it, like when you start, when you sit back and you like, yeah, every let's be honest, let's I'm about to take it back because y'all know this summer I turned 40. OG status. I'm gonna keep it real with you. We can take it back to John B. If you want to talk about these YWAs, I was about to go. Mm, you know, Quincy Jones, come on now, come on, let's keep it real. Exactly. Quincy Jones and Babyface, come on, that's their YWA. He he was hot for a second. The homie Mark, and you know Mark knows his stuff and economies, whatever. When you think about a lot of some of our highly beloved artists, they all like. When they broke down the formula, I was joking. I didn't think about it. Like, oh, this is funny. Ha ha. But then you think about it. You got, like you just said, John B. I didn't think about him. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dre and Eminem. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and in a way, um, Eminem turned around and got 50 Cent. But then who else did 50 Cent bring in? But who else? They got, uh, I mean. Justin Bieber. Other, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber was Bieber caught was up. Usher. Caught out in the. Uh, caught out in Usher. the. Um, uh, and then. Was it shouts out to the group? I'm gonna give a shout out to uh to the group. Who was it? Jordan Randall uh brought out. I mean, sorry, um uh Dom Nelson said, Don't think that Takashi 69 wasn't planned. And you know, shouts out to if, if you know thought crimes, they they busted down a whole a whole breakdown of Takashi 69 and the exploits and like you know the theories around that. Then um Dom Nelson also said it makes me think of Mac Miller and how many other YWAs that they know are on drugs. It also makes me think of how many artists uh, know uh, that they are set up to die and then said Empire Records. So, you know, it's like, look, hey, look, it, it's true. It's, that joint, when you start thinking about it, you'd be like, yo, hold up. Hold I up, mean, dog. just think. I this, mean, joint, I this joint, this joint kind of real. So I had to ask the question. Once we start going out of the line, I'm like, okay, so if all these white dudes are attached to somebody that came before, and I was like, okay, uh, like you said, I don't know about who Mac Miller came with, but then uh, who's the hot Jack Harlow? And that oh, was Jack. Drake. Drake brought him in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, God damn. So this is true, is it? <laughs> like, so it's it's like really true. A- because remember, the the uh the um the game of getting that kind of getting that kind of like baked in street cred or getting that cosign didn't stop 
it just switched over to the to the John B's. And look, it just switched over to them. To even go another one, big boy. He tried with Yellow Wolf. He tried with Yellow Wolf. Nobody just didn't give a shit. Yellow Wolf, he, I mean, Yellow Wolf had a little something, but yeah, Big Boy tried. Big Boy tried with Yellow Wolf. Yellow Wolf wasn't as probably young as these other guys. Yellow Wolf wasn't yeah. gonna make it like a Jack Harlow, but you know. Yellow now don't Wolf. think, don't think, don't think Big Boy probably ain't make no money off of Yellow Wolf though. Right, right, real right. quick, yeah, you know, he was all up on that uh, Sir Luke, Sir Lucius left foot, whatever. So he got him <laughs> up real quick and then shipped him right out. And shouts out, shouts out to the group. Lee Landers said, quote, you're going to be Ice Cube's best friend in Are We There Yet 5 in less than a Damn. year. Son. That's cold. Now, and here's, here's the thing. Now, I, I want to throw, I'm going to shout out a question. Um, Antoine, uh, Antoine Film said, who recognized Otis? I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't recognize Otis, right? Thank you for dropping that on us. I did not recognize Otis. So, um, Lee Landers said, uh, I mean, sorry, that statement that Lee Landers kind of quoted. Hmm. I mean, let's look at it this way. Is that not, is that not the goal? Like, let, let's ask this, because um, you know, the dude was doing the he had his little he had his little holiday in uh presentation. <laughs> his little his little Multi-level marketing. I was yeah. like, wait a minute, what is this gonna be? I was like, what is this? Crypto, yeah. No, let's look, let's nah, let's not call it a multi-level marketing. Let's call it what it really is. All right, let's call it what it pyramid is, what scale. it is. It's a pyramid, pyramid scheme. Right? That's what I thought was about to happen. I was like, oh Lord. Got that call. What up, kid at heart? You know what I'm saying? Good to see you. Like, so I right, peep this, right? <laughs> He's like, look, this is when we first came out. <laughs> it's like we was hard and strong, you know what I'm saying? He was like, This is our second album when you know they they still mess with us in the streets. All right. <laughs> Did he show the last picture? It was like Chief Keith has a baby or something like that. Or Chief Keith is, you know, kindergarten cop or something. I was like, yo, man, I yo. Mean... But but here's the thing. I wanna ask, I wanna ask the hip hop community this. And I know the hip hop community has been reeling because we've had a lot of death outside of just drug usage. We've had a lot of death with, I mean, PNB just recently. And I believe there was another young brother, I believe I forgot his name, but I think there was another young brother just this weekend, um, just this past weekend that passed, but I might, I might be missing someone before. But um, these guys are dying young, but that's not the plan. You know what I'm saying? No. Is the plan, I mean, do you want to be, do you, let me, let me ask this. For all of my hip hop veterans or people that are in hip hop now, because I mean, we've had a whole dust up with academics and his statement and the response from LL. Is, is the plan to be knee deep in the streets forever? I mean, is that the plan? I mean, can or, I, I mean, just answer or that? Or is it a, a situation, or is it a situation where it's like, no, you're supposed to get Let, out of the streets, leave that, and, and go to something? Just, it's not even the hip hop community. It's bigger than hip hop. It's bigger than hip hop. <laughs> hip hop is what you do. It is what you are. But at the end well, of rap the day, is what you do. Hip hop is what you live. Shouts out to KRF. So <laughs> you are a man. You are born a man. You gonna die a man or whatever. As a person, you know you pick that up along the way. Yeah, you might have picked it up young, but at the end of the day, you have. If you got a family, 
you know, you got to take care of them. That comes first. And I get it. I ain't trying to take nothing away from nobody who, you know, who live and breathe it. Like I got friends, you know, shout out to the homies who are who are still touring artists, no matter the size or whatever. But mm-hmm. the goal is not to be out there in the streets tearing it up. Like you, you know, some people gonna always have the streets with them, but you know, it's kind of like I remember, you, I remember even um even for a group that wasn't known to be like street or gangster or whatever, I remember when the roots started doing the show with um Jimmy Fallon. And I remember people being like, ah, oh, you know, they so ah, oh, they so you know some of these dudes is like by that time. Hub that used to play bass for the Roots quit, like and not quit because he was beefing, but he was just like, "Yo, man, I'm old. I want to kick it with my kids. Like, I don't want to be touring." But like, what? Yo, Questlove said they used to tour like 250 days or something like that every year. That's First a lot of, all, of road. That's a lot of road. Another person, another type of type of people on the road all the time. Wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And, and look at how you, when you're when you're a touring act or you live on the circus life or whatever, and your heart, your body needs time to rest. You need yep. time to just- I mean, rest in peace to Fife. Look at Fife talking and pointing directly to his diet and his diabetes. Talking about when we were on the road all the time, it was Burger King and Dr. Pepper. That's why he was like, he he referenced it in a rhyme, but he was like, we're always on the road. It was always soda and burgers and fries every single day, because you're on the road all the time. And um, if you read, um, Brandon Easton, shout out to Brandon Easton, young brother doing his thing, much love to you. He did a uh, a graphic novel that's a biography of Andre the Giant, um, headed up by his sister, uh, well, Andre the Giant's sister. And um, it talks about being on the road and the access to access. And his issue, he Andre the Giant drunk a lot. And he was like, when you go out there and they're giving you drinks and you like, and like all that stuff, years and years, that stuff adds up. You know what I'm saying? Them right. arteries are still there taking all right. that beer. Them, that me, heart is taking, that liver is taking that beer all, all those years. So it's like. Way, the last thing, I'm on the road for Comic Cons. Like I don't go too far. I don't even go that far. And if I want, trust me, if there's some stuff that I want to get into, it's out there every community. Yeah, it's, it's out there. Yeah, you drugs, nonsense, whatever. If I want it, I can find it very easily. Yeah, the streets <laughs> always looking for another victim if you're trying to find it. You know what I'm saying? You but know, that's so. that's the thing. Is 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 are we there yet? Not the goal. Because and, do you really want to be in the? I know when you. I know when we 16, 17, we'd be like, oh, I'm a ground forever. But I mean, once you get to like 20, 25, 30, is your mind, do you really want to grind forever? Or Here's do you want to, do you like, because I mean, when we look at it, like even Paperboy is like, man, the streets still mess with me. You know what I'm saying? I just came off a Narina tour. And then, uh, is it Barry? Well, what What's the guy's say? name? Uh, he's he like, but oh, you, don't sell out soccer, you don't sell out soccer stadiums. And you know mm-hmm. how big soccer stadiums are. You know, arenas are arenas. Yeah, soccer stadiums. Soccer stadiums a whole nother level. That's Michael Jackson was doing, you know, when he was like having a whole, you know, facility that just was out there, just ready for him back in the eighties. So yeah, ain't too many people, you know, you know, there's a handful of people doing that, you know, especially uh, 
probably are people who are, you know, black Americans. Maybe there's some like, you know, cats overseas who got it like that, you know, but still, they, you know, you got to be top of the top. And, you know, some people saying it's Paperboy. I, and I said it, Paperboy went from young and up and coming and even uh, other podcasts said to now, like, where do you gauge his level of fame to like other real rappers? Somebody kind of compared him to Jeezy, like that first CD was phenomenal, great. But then he just kind of went down each one. He was still hot. He was still there, but he's yeah. not up and coming anymore. And yeah. it's like... And, and then the question is, know, due to industry involvement, is it that he's not hot? Or is it that the industry is putting forth a narrative that he's not hot? Like, I mean, even, even they try to... Um, because I'm going to keep it real with you, on a, in another industry, they tried to float the idea for years that Janet Jackson won't, won't that good. Remember after? She had like three straight classics. And when Velvet Rope came around, they tried to act like Janet just wasn't really that good no more. And it's like, because of what? Because you want to bring in a new artist. Because, you because think about it, also... And shouts to Math Hoffa. Math Hoffa on the episode with Method Man. They were talking about they need young artists because you can swindle young artists. You can't swindle, you can't swindle you, Prince Janet Jackson. Uh, you can't swindle Michael, uh, my, uh, Michael Jackson, Dr. Dre. Like these no. people that's been in the industry for like 10, 20 years. You can't swindle them. So we need, we need the 15-year-old great singer or great rapper. Is it, he like because he said if rapping was if rapping was the issue, bro. If rapping was the issue, I'd be a millionaire. Yeah, I don't talk so, about it. I've said it a couple times on BBL, but I've been on numerous tours. I've been on tours in a group. I've been on tours solo. If rapping was the issue, that's not it. And back to what LL said, the amount of money that you make or don't has nothing to do with your contribution. So it's like the industry, along with media, will make it seem like oh well, they're old now. Put them away. It's time for the new artist. Here's the shiny ball syndrome. Oh, look, at something me, new. Because they can this. swindle that artist. You can't swindle Janet. Janet, sadly, she got too much skills now. What you're saying is true. And Joe don't play that, nor is play. Is it that perception becomes reality? So how do the artists fight back? So that is, a, you're fighting against the machine. So eventually yep. you need to become probably an independent artist, get your masters, and you have to take it over like there's no reason for like like you know it's big news for like when Nas become fully independent artist Nas should have been probably been independent Nas you know? should have been independent he, Nas Jay-Z all the legends you know after yeah. a while you are the product you are what sells you instead of making yeah. money for like I hate to say it middleman, you know person for someone what is it? it this is a person and I love the show drink champs I love the show but your boy Noriega be championing record labels like all the time. And I'd be like, bruh, at, like, like, perfect example. Busta Rhymes at this point in his life doesn't need a label. Like, but at the same time, remember, there's a lot of work that goes on if you don't, you have to build your team and stuff. You know what I'm mean? saying? You're going to have to do this stuff yourself. That's not to say that record labels are great. You know what I'm saying? But there are some things that record labels get done. And a lot of that stuff is logistical. It's the tedious stuff that nobody wants to do. 
Exactly. You know, the calling around, the setting up your book tour, your your uh your your radio dates, setting up your your in-store appearances, all that stuff. It's the tedious stuff, but it's the stuff that matters. <laughs> it's the but stuff you that get, control you get that, out there and you, you shake hands and, and kiss babies <laughs> in the name of hip-hop. Get your fence around your product and what you own, that's just an expense. You can hire that. Yeah. Or you can hire and fire that on a temp basis. So yep. I, me and you, I think we talked about like Tech 9. Like at first, you look, when I read the source, I never got the whole Tech 9 thing way back in the day. But one thing that you will always see, and I'm talking about like before this, the, the turn of the century, when way back we had the source, Tech 9 was always where? At the back of the source, yep. where you can see his album. Every, for about 10 years straight, you saw Tech 9. I don't know who Tech 9 is, but it's like, then, I, then you see him in person. Then he comes back and do what he want to do when he want to do it. And yep. you find out how wealthy he is isn't that the goal? Even if let's say you yeah. don't need to be the best friend in, you know, <laughs> where you where we at, or where well, I don't know, I'll say the where we at part five with Ice Cube and them or Kevin Hart or something. Ride along, ride with us part five, <laughs> part six. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, somebody like you know, take nine example, but I think a app a very apt person to look at is Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg yeah. still got respect. Snoop yep. Dogg has done every goofy-ass movie out there when he want to do it, like uh, when they did Starsky and Hutch. He played, you know, he played <laughs> Huggy Bear. He played yeah, Huggy so Bear. He pops up as himself. He just did Day, day Shift. Yo, he, was, yo he, did, he was stiff in Day Shift, but he did his thing. You know what I'm saying? He did, he, but, it, you know, it's Snoop Dogg in a cowboy hat. Yo, doing, Snoop uh, in a cowboy hat. He doing beer commercials. So... But yep. people love Snoop. Yeah, and Snoop that's the question. Is that not the goal? Do you want do you want to stay in this situation where do you want to stay in this situation where one, you don't own your your likeness or or own, you know, like any of your you know words or words you've written or songs? And also, do you want to be in in many cases? A slave to this either fabrication of you, illustration of you, um, or or straight up past version of you forever. Like, do you want to, like, okay, I'm from Virginia. I love Pusha T. Pusha T can rap. That boy got skills. But, yeah. bruh, how long you going to be selling coke? You selling so coke forever? Her. He's selling uh -huh. mountains of coke, Mike. How long you going to be selling coke? Mountains of it. Like when do you when do you go to are you can you be a coke distributor now or something? Can, can you go like cause cause let him tell it. He doing hand to hand still. Like, like it's like and so that's the thing. Are is the is the plan not to get out of this rat race or at least get to a a point to where you can release music when you feel like it tour when you feel like it and not be a slave to this like recency machine. machine of of um well you didn't drop music in the last 10 days so you're forgotten because come on let's not act like that isn't the day now you know what i'm saying I mean, or you didn't oh you didn't make a music video in the last five seconds so <laughs> you're irrelevant you know what i'm saying so and i remember being young 
and seeing this weird guy that had a weird voice and weird slang named E-40. And he was on Rap City. And I had never <laughs> seen, shouts to Rap City when Rap City was worth watching. Because I knew nothing about West Coast hip hop. But I remember he said something very interesting about, because he was independent. And he's, he's always been independent. E-40 said, when they sell an album, they only get a couple pennies. When I sell an album, all $10 are mine. And that has stuck in my head my whole life. He was like, I don't have to sell what they sell. I don't have to First sell a all, million you know albums. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up E-40. Perfect example. He's <laughs> like, you know, he ain't Snoop, but Sprinkle as, me, West baby. Coast, as a West Coast legend and a Bay Area legend, First of all, we was listening to E40 down here because he went to, he, you know, I, you know, shout out to my Gram Grambling fam, shout out to Grambling, uh -oh. Southern Jaguar. But he is a Grambling Tiger. He came, oh. he, he went to school down here. So Word. E40, just, you know, he a big brother. He had a beanie with glasses, and he just on the, <laughs> he on the, like on the album cover, like, what up? <laughs> you know, it's a click. <laughs> sick with it record, like sick with it. Record. It was the cheap, like you know, back then everybody a cheap thing. Man, that joint got printed out at Kinko's. But he was selling. And I mean, he was, he was selling, selling out the trunk, you know. And it was like, this cat, you know, he'll have, you know, eventually as he started making more and then he got signed to Jive Records for distribution or whatever. And But he still owns, I think he still owns this stuff. Now, yep. go years later, when when the Warriors uh, playing for the championship, who front row? E-40? Who out there talk with all this, the weird slang he got? He's the goon with the spoon. He got his own food distribution thing going on. And oh, man. You don't see him all up on the TV screen, you know, doing things until he want to be. You know, Bun B is out. Bun B, another thing um, with UGK. Yeah. When they, they also right there from not even from Houston, they from Port Arthur, Texas. So you know how independent they are. Yeah, I want to get it straight. <laughs> they they not even from the big city of Texas originally. So, you know, they were doing and what first time I heard UGK, they was on Minister Society soundtrack. It was like, who are these boys? You know, You're they, right. They were on oh shouts out to 90s soundtracks that broke a lot of artists. Like so you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, who is this? I never heard Pocket Full of Stones was a hit. And yeah. they just like, you know, it kept and I think they played it in the movie. So, you know, there was that that got them. More noticing, I think they eventually signed to something else or Jive. Or, you know, Jive and Tommy Boy at one time was signing everybody. Yeah, and Jive, I think it's from even though Tommy Boy, Tommy Boy was acting like they didn't want to let daylight out of their stuff, even though <laughs> Tom had. But you know what I'm saying? That's that. At least from what I hear, that's resolved now. So we're gonna let it go. And but hey. he like do like assistant professor gigs in University of Houston and stuff, teaching classes and what? other different educational things. And also got food distribution services too. He got uh Bun B burgers and all this. So yo, actually, like you know, Bun B does actually make perfect sense. And then you take the little iron thing, you like sizzle the B on bun the top B? of the bun. It's perfect. It's perfect. But uh, shouts to the comment, uh, shouts to the chat. Uh Kid at Heart said Chameleonaire did it right. So yeah, that's another one. Um Spence comes in. Uh, Spence comes in talking about uh, Rap City, uh, saying uh, Joe Claire, uh, Big Tickle was all right, but Joe Claire was the truth. Yeah, all right. So, all right. I'm not, look, okay. Of course, 
I'm gonna take it back to the Rap City Mayor. I remember, was it Chris who? Chris somebody? Chris, who was uh, some, the first guy, skinny dude. Yeah, Chris something. Yeah, Chris something was a Rap City Mayor. I shouts out to everybody. 1982. Mayor. That's right. Shouts out to all y'all. Rap City Mayor. All right, that was the first one. Then you had Joe Claire and Big Les. You know what I'm saying? And then but you, know you had. Oh, go ahead. But but shout out. This is what Joe Claire did. Joe right. Claire. Besides, but one thing that I love about Joe Claire, they would jump on a bus and shoot an episode. They yep. did it with no limit. They did it with other people. They on the city buses. Just Joe Claire was he was uh remember that show Dave Altel uh Insomniac he was Insomniac before Insomniac the way wow. he was wow you know what like they them, they he kind of was Insomniac from him he was hits on the street before hits on the street he literally was on the street yo just kind of the way they film stuff wow you're right. He was like the sort of like original hits from the streets, all that stuff, because they were filming just anywhere. They'd be like record store, city bus, the gas station, wherever they now, could get the footage. And the funny thing is, shoe store in, indirectly. That's how. Well, before the pandemic hit. That's how I would do. I'd be like, look, I got my cell phone. There's a camera right here. If I meet someone, if I'm at the comic book shop or something, now, then I'm going to shoot here. Like, you, you know how I do. People, I'd be like, look, we here. We're going to shoot it with this. At, at stores. <laughs> Complex got a whole series where all these millionaires go shoe shopping. It's it's cool, but who was doing that? Who was doing that? Who? Joe Cleasy. You know what I'm saying? Yo, shouts to Joe Claire. Yeah, Where Big Les was dope too. Big, I mean, Big Les, Big Les was like, she was cool because not only was she up on her hip hop, on her hip hop knowledge, but she also had the experience of being there. Like she was in music videos. Like she had personal she was a dancer, uh, like uh, personal um yeah, she had personal relationships with these people. So it isn't it isn't just a situation where it's like I know the source material, but it's like I know the source material and I have relationships with people in the source material. Like like I'm friends with them. Like I I call them on the phone. I see them and stuff like that. So you know that like those kind of those kind of interactions made Rap Kinda City, even with, what it was, even up until free, like even free, Rap City, the basement, still kind of like that too. Even cool. 106 and Park, she, Free was, you know, she was a dancer free. as well. Stuff. Yeah, Free. Well, and see, after that, I was done. After Free left, Free. That's when it was like it was shouts to, to girl shouts to AJ and Free. <laughs> Yo, shouts to shouts to BET when it was worth watching before the sale. Before the sale, well, actually, let's okay. There's three periods of BET. BET when it was in DC, that was the real yeah. BET. The BET real when BET. it when it went to New York and it was kind of like he was still roll with this. We did we did we can still roll with this because I remember he when was, they were they were like we're going to New York but nothing's going to change and I remember sitting at home like something's yeah, going to change. Right. <laughs> I was like I don't know what it is. <laughs> The but something ain't right. What's wrong with DC? One, What's wrong with a real city? What yeah, I said it. Park was immediately announced as one of the new shows. So things changed. Yo, when we saw how glitzy 106 and Park was, we were like, mm, got that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and not saying not saying that BT did not was not produced well and did not look good, but there was just something about BT that had like a homegrown feel to it. 
And then when it went to New York, it seemed like they was they was trying to put a hundred on ten, as the old men say. You know what I'm saying? They they was trying to put a little too much shine on it. It was it I was mean, shine it that wasn't it wasn't our shine. It was like shine I that mean, like you just, you was trying to be extra for someone else. They went to New York to get the value of it up to be sold. To be sold, That's and we never knew that. <laughs> we didn't because I, I remember watching it. I remember watching it and be like, I don't know if I like this whole New York thing. Or I don't know. If, and I know and my family wrong, from New York is going to be angry with me, but it's just true. I I knew something was wrong. <laughs> either way, if it happened after, or either way, it happened, if it if the sale happened before, Viacom and MTV Studios, when it became another Viacom station before they, you know, sucked the soul out of it, where is where does Viacom and them do a lot of their stuff at? New York. Mm-hmm. So they had they were just a part of the family. They got sucked up. Yep. You know, and shout to Antoine Films. Antoine Films, you right. Teen Summit and BT News got dropped. The intellectual hubs, the intellectual hubs of BT got dropped. Notice that. BT News and BT Tonight got dropped. And Teen Summit got dropped. And Teen Summit was some honestly. Honestly, I'm gonna keep it real. We still need Teen Summit today. A we real need- Teen Summit, not a real Teen Summit. Not, not no, you know, prettified stuff that's you know built for TikTok, but some real long form conversations yeah, with real. our youth, led by some adults that can like help okay. them kind of let's march their way real. through life. Like Teen Summit was. Dope. I remember watching Teen Summit and being like, either exposed to different ideas or. Figuring out how to work and walk through an idea as you're articulating it. Right. A lot of that stuff ain't around now because there's no example of that. It's just Twitter. It's just Twitter notes now. But that's a whole other discussion. Just, just one note. Do you would you trust them to even try to do Team Summit right now? Hell no. They would mess that thing up. They'll have. uh, Yeah, if they try to do as a guest, they'll have. Man, if they Kylie Jenner would be one of the hosts. It'd be. Talking about how she a self-made billionaire. <laughs> it, man. <laughs> Antoine Film said, what you trying to kick knowledge? <laughs> By Kane. <laughs> and uh, also said, Joe Claire was like Fat Five Freddy uh, was to your MTV raps on the streets. Yeah. yeah. And, and see, all those people back then is what helped rap become what it is now, man. Fat Five Freddy, especially if you go back and look at different documentaries, because there's no documentary on him. But if you watch the documentary, it was on Hulu. I think FX did it. Um, there's a documentary about hip hop and like from the streets. And then there's a there's a documentary on Netflix. But in different areas, they talk about Fat Five Freddy like briefly. Fat Five Freddy apparently like knew everybody in New York. And w- he was just that dude that would just go from borough to borough watching shows and be like, hey, you need to meet this person. And you need to meet this person. And you so he was like, he was like, I guess sort of like the original hip hop connectors that would be like, meet a manager and be like, you need to meet this person. And you need right. to come over here, come with me to meet this person. Like that's what he just did back then. And, and th- so many people. But that's with that said, we knew. BT, it won't gonna be too long. Now, now look at you. Now look at you, BT. Now look at you. BT it's all is, it's all Bob Johnson's fault. It's all white, <laughs> why all uh, YWAs now. You know, they try to merge. I mean, let's in. be for real. Let's be for it real. BT YWA. was a station that my mother and I could watch, and now it isn't. Let's just be for real. 
It's either reruns or it's some unmitigated BS that they try to run through. They slap stuff up against the wall or Tyler Perry. And look, I ain't even mad at Tyler for getting his money. They gonna play it. They making him a billionaire. Yeah. At least he's hiring some black folk, I guess, for the most part. So we need to hire some writers. That's another story. But yeah. he's hiring some people. But he don't want to pay writers right because he don't want to mess so, with the oh. union. But that's a whole nother issue. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that so that that thing, it made me wonder, like, I get it, but you know, we're kind of clowning Ice Cube and we're clowning this idea of like, you know, kindergarten cop with chief keep or something. But it's like, isn't that isn't that what you want to do? Do you want to be in the streets forever? Like, I mean, is that like, I mean, Fonte, I know in our minds when we be in the streets, you'd be like, yo, man, I'm going to hustle hard. But like, what did Fonte say you know when Fonte something? on his last few albums, go home, ain't nothing out in these streets. You grown, mm -hmm. you old, go home, yep. your family and be home. Like, I, and when he, I heard that, I was like, oh, that's dope. Fonte, it's good to hear that from a rapper to say that. Yo, he also has another one that still sticks with me from his, I think his newest solo album. Um, he has a line where he says, about the age that I'm, I'm able to realize my dad was right, I got another one telling me I'm wrong. So it's like, and that, that's just a circle of life. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm old enough to have lived long enough to experience enough to be like, dad, you was right the whole time. But now... I got this one coming up behind me that I'm raising. Tell me I don't know nothing. He know everything. <laughs> and I ain't going front. I've said it uh, on each. I make sure to say it on each Father's Day show that I do. I remember the moment when I was sitting. I was sitting in an apartment by myself. And I was starting to think. I was like, you know what? I called my dad. I was like, dad, you was right. All these, all those knuckleheaded boys that's either in the ground or in jail. I wanted to hang with them so bad. I wanted to I wanted to be down so bad. And you kept telling me, stay away from them boys. You kept me from them boys. And guess what? Now I have the, the promise or, or at least the, the idea of the hope for new life. They don't. Some of them might be about to get out. Uh, some of them might be coming up on 20 years, but it's man, but look, yeah, I, I real quick. they ain't got no hope First for no all, for no life. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it real. With some of them cats, it's like mm. I ain't really dig them anyway. It's like, do I want to, I don't know, be free, go date girls, work, have a life, or do I want to be sleeping with grown men without the choice to do so and told what to yep. do. Told jail. when to wake up, told when nope. to go to bed. You got no freedom. It's like, yo, nah. look. And I mean, even the basic stuff that you think that you forget about, like, oh, you wake up in the morning, you're like, man, I'm kind of hungry. Let me run to let me run to the store. That's gone. None, none it's of gone. That. Even the most simple stuff, that's gone. You ain't watching Andor. You ain't watching anime when you want. Or you yeah, you know what? I can't sleep. Let me turn on the TV. That's gone. You ain't playing oh, the simplest things that you can think about, it's gone. They play Nintendo when you want. And, and bro, they giving us like real years for nothing. They giving us real years for nothing. You, the, you expect that shorter to be around? They say it was going to wait for you? She ain't waiting. Bruh, That's a fun clip, dog. I'm going to keep it real with you. I remember I was in youth group at church or young adult group at church. I'm taking it back. I remember I was talking to this girl. Uh, we were having a discussion about relationships. 
and she said that she had a boyfriend. And from what I rem- what I knew at the time, I was like, I was like, what boyfriend? You don't have a boyfriend. And she said, yeah, I do. He's in jail. And I was like, oh, dad, I'm sorry to hear. I was like, well, how long is he in for? She said eight years. I said, girl, you single. <laughs> like I said, I said I'm sorry. I'm a Yo, for all my brothers out there doing real time, I feel for you. But eight years, she's single. <laughs> I'm just Look, letting you know. People she's don't want to hear that. She and is let, not waiting for you for eight years, dog. Bro. And if that was my sister, a friend, whatever, I'd be like, you better <sighs> if, Yeah, if he, if y'all got a kid together, you ain't got to necessarily be with him. When y'all, yeah, y'all work it out. Y'all ain't got nothing together. Done. Bruh. Don't be stupid, I was like, y'all. you single. I was like, <laughs> I ain't trying... <laughs> Everybody started laughing. I'm like, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just like, yo, eight years? That was one of them cold. Eight years? Bruh, eight years is a long time. Almost a decade? People don't like each other a year later. (laughs) No, excuse me. Five months later. Not even six. Five months. (laughs) And she talked about some eight years I got a boyfriend. A boyfriend? Anyway. But and that's what happens, look, folks, with these y, YWAs out here. Don't have y'all yep. been waiting eight years. That's, I don't know that's how, how the YWAs you get, get you. You don't make no sense, but still, I blame <laughs> them. So, yes, that's, so to bring it all full circle, we blame, we blame the YWAs and the system of the YWA-ness. You know what I'm saying? It's all them. It's all they fault. All, all I can say is, man, again... If you are the product, you are the star, learn from Snoop Dogg, learn from Bun B, learn from, yes. you know, E-40, learn from Tech 9 learn from Nas. True. You know, eventually, mm-hmm. like, Earn, even though people kind of laughed at Earn, like Paperboy last season, when Yo. they tried, they learned the hard way, white, white fashion, connect these dots. Paperboy mm-hmm. is learning, he's getting hit aside the head with it. Unfortunately, it comes back in his face in kind of weird. When they had that dude, wait, that was that was Sean King, bruh. He had breath but, in that hair. But what oh. did the dude who pulled it like when he had to calm Paperboy down? And you know, he was kind of a joke parody character. But when he got really said, "Brother, do you think these folk are going to give you the funding so they can so you can put them out of business?" That's yeah. why you build your own business. This is this is all about optics and making people feel good. That's why that's why funds. people are so angry because once that high of feeling good comes down, they realize that there was no substance. It's empty calories. So they so think it comes down and they're like, "Oh, hold up, nothing changed." But we was yelling and 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 marching and screaming and hold up. So so not, it's all the same. That's why people still angry. So. <laughs> If you're gonna make some change, you gotta choose what to do with it when you get the funding. Because funding is a yeah. big part of it. Funding is yes. the bulk of it. And then yeah. you got to have that, your legality, you think, your team. Why do you think they trying so hard to keep us from reparation? Think about it. Think about this. I'm gonna throw this at y'all. They say that all we do is buy Jordans and gold chains. That's, that's all we do, right? If we were to get reparations, that would be the biggest boom for the U.S. economy in history. So sure. why not do it? Because oh. that's foolish. That's not all we do. 
Look here. That's not how we do with our money. They choose Pookie and Ray Ray to give us that example, but that's not true. When they get some brothers that's like, all right, cool, we're going to open our own bank, or we're going to incorporate this area, we're going to create... Because money, get, it buys you time, and it buys you that distance from white supremacy. That's why you have a lot of people that have that distance from white supremacy, usually bougie black class, that pretend like they forgot what it's like to be in black in America. And then they'd be like, pull yourself up for your bootstraps. Then when they get pulled over, they're like, oh, snap, I'm black. Oh, did you, did you want us to <laughs> jump on your side and do all that garbage? Now we got to we gotta come out and march for you. But you want to kick the little man down. All yeah. Saying, like, with, with the funding, like rocket ships can't fly without fuel. Imagine if we had our fuel to fly to the moon, man. If we can go yeah. to, the, to the highest level. Well, this, this, this is all about money. All of this comes back to money because they know if we keep you from money, there's nothing that you can really do. You can try to organize your little grassroots stuff in your area, but you're still up against a system of education, of justice, of finance, of governance. You're never going to beat it. They know it. They know it. You ain't got no money. Unless... Unless the, like all the black billionaires was like, all right, we're gonna be revolutionary which with our class, which is not gonna which happen. Is a negative, which is a negative. Only, only if there was a, if only there was a, an organization that had say, I don't know, ninety million dollars, and uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna go there. We ain't gonna go there. I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it. I ain't gonna mess with y'all today. So all right, on to on to earn. That this this part. this is. The trip about Earn is, all right, so Earn is in this business. He's with all the agents. They're doing their morning announcement. This chick, she's done a racism, but then flips it into writing a book about how she's, it's like, no, no, you're the bad guy. But she wrote a book like she, like I've, I've learned, I've learned from this. And then the other white lady was like, I learned so much about myself. <laughs> Yo, but that's what they'll do, though. They will and do that. They will, they will turn around and be like, I'm stronger now. They're like, you're triggering. Oh, my God. It was like, I, I, felt, I felt earned. I felt earned. And it's true. They immediately went to, maybe we can pull up his past. What past? The kids, like, what did they say? It was like 15 or something. What past? <laughs> like, the kid was trying to, to raise funds for a good deed. And a crazy racist white woman pulled a gun on him in front of our house. Yo. But of course, truth is stranger than fiction. Yeah, because that's not... Is that a real story? Because it, it I, could be real, the way this goes. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that really happened. I remember the story of the little white kid that came over the black kid's house slapping the door with the, uh, with the whip. And I was like, why your parents send you over? Like, like <laughs> I was like, why your parents send you over here like this? Because he, I'm going to keep it real with you. That, whoever sent that kid over there knew they was wrong and did not care about their child. Because you don't know what I'm about to do. You don't know what I'm going to do with your child. I mean, what if I, I open I remember, the door, snatch your child into my house? I remember what a story similar where I think it was this black kid was dating this uh, white girl and mm -hmm. something happened. They got into disagreement or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I think the they, a white mob tried to go mob, try to pull him out yeah. of the house. 
All right, so yeah, the they come over the house demanding that he comes out the house, and the dad comes out saying, "Hey, y'all, leave my house. He's not coming out. Y'all disperse, go on about your business." All right, so they start, you know, they of course they ain't leaving. They rowdy because they, you know, they a whole bunch of brads hyped up. So the dad got the joint on his hip, saying like, "Look, y'all, stop playing in here." So Brad reaches for the gun. They fighting for the gun. Brad gets shot. Brad go bye-bye. Now all of a sudden it's the dad's fault for protecting his property and his son from this white mob that done came up on the word of a white woman. Once again, the white woman is the most powerful person in America. You better stop playing. But once again, put my antennas back down. But on the word, the mere word of a white woman, a mob of white boys came over here to, what were they going to do? What are they going to do? Kill him? What, 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 and, and, and as his father, what am I supposed to do? Let him out the house? What year is this? Y'all trying to take it back to Jim Crow? That must be what all this show me your paper stuff is about in different neighborhoods. But don't get me, don't, don't, hey, don't, don't get me started. But because all this, how do I know you live here? That's show me your papers. Let's be honest. Let's not front. That's new show me your papers. But yeah, that's the story you talk. I can't remember where that dude was. It's been years ago. I think it was in New Jersey. It was. Uh, yeah, I can't remember where really? it was. But they came to his house. They came to his house like, bring, send your son out. It's like, for what? Do you think? So I'm just supposed to send my son out here for y'all to do what? Kill him? Beat him to death? Stop. Am I supposed to just stand by and let y'all do this on my property that I pay for? In, Look, in let me ways, let me keep it I real. This is just and I know they, they took dad through the ringer, and I believe he right. got time for that. But this is why we need black dads. You know what I'm saying? We need them black dads there. You know what I'm saying? Because look, I'm gonna just keep it real. The only reason, the only reason they probably ain't stormed that house, because daddy came out with that thing on the hip. Alright? Because if they'll storm the Capitol, they'll storm your house. Let's just keep it I real. Mean, y'all, oh, they, oh, y'all thought this was just a lady. Try to have their own insurrection. As you see the insurrection, some of them didn't Yo. make it. And yeah, now I'm they want to say, you know, those are the real heroes in America by some people's standards. Mm. But the police, their buddies, their friends actually capped their ass for trying to break into the, the federal building. Somehow, black police who did their job and didn't Yo. buy and didn't Bias are evil. Are I'm gonna just tell you one thing: Blue Lives Ain't Matter that day. They killed a cop. Nothing happened. Ain't nobody go to jail right. for killing that cop. I thought we loved police so much. I thought police were so awesome. I thought they were our heroes the wrong, and Blue Lives Matter. The wrong shade of cop. <laughs> Still the wrong shade. How so, dare they? <laughs> oh, man, so that that thing that like that thing was. A trip where they immediately was like, I, we need to destroy this kid's reputation. Even though this kid was the victim. And Earn, but this is the stuff. Like Earn said to um uh uh Paperboy at the end. He's like, he's like, how do you do it? Like, do you think it's easy? I mean, because we get so many things. We get we get white victimhood. We get to turn it around on a victim, like, oh, let's just dig into their past. Because remember Trayvon Martin? Because he got suspended from school, somehow 
you should get killed, I guess, because you got suspended from school. So, I mean, hey, might as well go in and kill him. Oh, a hoodie. And it sounds good until you say, you know what? That sounds good. I like that. That's, that's, let's do it across the board. Didn't your son get suspended last week? Then all of a sudden, it's excuses. Now it's, oh, well, I mean, the, the suspension wasn't the same. Of course, you got to understand. No, you and said somehow, suspension. You brought up suspension as if it was a reason they should be killed. So I'm when just your saying. your son is trying to storm somebody else's property, breaking, entering, and giving death threats or whatever, and you get your ass shot, somehow you're the victim. And and the dude wasn't didn't even want to shoot him. He went for the gun, so now they're tussling over the gun, and he gets shot in that case. So it's not like dad came out like, blicker, blicker, blicker. You know? <laughs> he ain't come out with the joy. Like, he ain't come out, he ain't come out like Michael Jackson in, uh, in Smooth Criminal and be like, he ain't come he out like that. shot one in and let it go, but you know what? Look. Sometimes some people learn the hard way. Yep, you know what I'm saying? I would have been like, hey, look. Because I remember... Which, quick aside... <laughs> Then uh-huh. Waffle House, one of the craziest places in America. Waffle House. Don't There's go to Waffle House, y'all. Where a black dude, he had open carry. Uh, mm-hmm. He had it on his hip. Dude was, and I don't think you can hear what on the video, I don't think you would say it. Dude was just sitting there, he was eating his food. And I think Jethro come in there with the flag, with, the, with that flag. Oh, boy. Bouncing around and spinning his face, whatever. He's like, all right, don't touch me. Don't fool me. Man, old boy pulled it out. <laughs> And he up here calling Elizabeth, calling for Elizabeth. Oh boy, a smooth walked off. I don't know what happened if he went to jail. Yo, I know he wasn't in the wrong, and nobody went chase her as a black dude. Ain't nobody like, stop him. <laughs> Look, just I saying, like, yo, a racist getting killed in open, right in the open for everybody to see and see that he instigated. All this and crazy stuff that. happening, I ain't going front. It be, I be like, look, I'm cook at home. Or I'm be like, look, I'm be like, yeah. hit, hit that joint, hit, bring my order out to my car because I need to keep this engine running just in case somebody in there act stupid. I can be out. You know what I'm saying? No, like Spence, Spence just night, said, I ordered to go pick up and dip. <laughs> if you at Waffle House at night, keep your head on swivel, man. You just Yo, look, like even I, if it ain't happening to you, it's gonna come towards you. Waffle, what is it outside. about Waffle House that makes? Because you don't see this. I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. You don't see this at IHOP. You know what I'm saying? No. Shouts, shouts about IHOP people. IHOP is well, better than Waffle House. Period. IHOP is, you know, getting a little bit, but it ain't like I used to be. This is famous. I've, I've only <laughs> seen crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, shout out to Miss School, he's back in jail. But, uh, <laughs> but I've, I've only seen crazy stuff happen at Waffle House. One time I've seen it happen at Denny's. There was a Denny's. Unfortunately, it was in my city in Richmond, Virginia. Well, now actually, we could throw that out. That was at Henrico. We don't know them like that. We, <laughs> but it was in the Richmond metro area, and I remember the video. All you can see is chairs flying back and forth. I don't know what started the fight. I don't know why, but all you can see in the video is chairs flying. It was around 2011 or 2012 or so. Because after I moved to LA, I remember watching the video and be like, "Hold up, is that?" I think I is that my that street? <laughs> Hold on, is that Broad Street right there? <laughs> it looked like WWE. I was like, <laughs> what is going on at this place? Yo, so look, y'all, just don't go to Waffle it's House, man. Waffle Save House yourself. And those big city McDonald's late at night. Those yeah, weird, don't like 
Look, they don't know how to act at McDonald's. McDonald's ain't, look, trust me, I know you want McDonald's, but you don't want McDonald's. Like, you, like in your mind, you'd be like, oh, man, I need that McDonald's. And then when, after you eat it, you'd be like, nah, you know, I don't really feel good about this. Like, I don't know, go somewhere else. That McDonald's, McDonald's is too crazy. I right, go this to a less crazy, to, to a less cousin. crazy fast food place. <laughs> my cousin used to work at McDonald's. I laughed and he, I forgot how many fights he had at, at McDonald's. I said, why are y'all running? You shouldn't like, have any fights at McDonald's. This is how McDonald's like, should go. You walk in, hi, can I have a burger? Here it goes. Here's the money. Goodbye. That's how McDonald's should happen. All right. I don't you know have, what y'all do when y'all go to McDonald's. At Burger King, but I got trained by people who went who went to jail for armed bank robbery. <laughs> <laughs> so all right so anyway like instead of instead of dealing with the real issue Ernie's is like can we work with our our other clients or something like that and he was like this is the client like basically being like you know you ain't gonna come up here standing in the back and telling me what to work this is my bit this is my business and i'm like Ernie, ain't you making enough off of paperboy you don't need to be here with all these all these you know what i'm saying brads and cans around here trying to crucify a young kid and then the sister behind him won't even say nothing. She ain't even hold him down. But he was like, I think I can get D'Angelo. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm from Richmond. All right? I love D'Angelo. D'Angelo, you know what I'm saying? Brother be singing. Brother be making musical masterpieces. All right? But this thing ain't too... Ain't too far from the truth. The whole weird thing about like, he was like, a rally is in Georgia. <laughs> then, then like the, the side door and there's like a, it's fake on the inside and there's a dude, read it. And then you prison. have, it's a fake prison. Then you got to crawl through the, through the, uh, through the, um, uh, the, the incinerator to get, bruh. Like, it's one of the oldest looking house. Like everybody grew up in that house in the eighties and seventies. <laughs> Y'all know that wood paneling. Yo, shouts to uh, shouts to Nerdy Brew. <laughs> what up, RJ? RJ's the man. RJ said thought it was D'Angelo for a second. I was like, I was like, because mm. I was like, I don't think that's D'Angelo because the braids was too short. The braids was too too close to the I, back. I couldn't tell because you know, <laughs> you know, D'Angelo. D'Angelo looks kind of more like us now these days. You know, he ain't as yeah. mean and real. But so he he be going up and down. Like when when you know he about to go on tour, he come down. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then when know. he not on tour, he go back up. <laughs> I see. But homie had the black jacket on and stuff. And <laughs> with the vest with the tassels. <laughs> homie said, he said, we are all D'Angelo. I want to experience D'Angelo. <laughs> Man, look, he okay. Earn, I don't think Earn's gonna die this season, but I think Earn is definitely leaving Atlanta for good. I think he, I think Lottie and um, and uh, I can't remember her name now, it's blanking. Uh, Zazzy is gonna go with him. Like, it, so this is too much. I think he needs to leave, man. It, oh, he needs to leave. Atlanta too I was much. Say, it's the fact that these, whoever this is, not D'Angelo, <laughs> fake yeah. D'Angelo, Le'Angelo, Le'Angelo, Lamelo, Lamelo. I don't know. The fact that he can pull 
yo thought now I know it got a little twin peakish for a minute where yeah. you just pulled the thought out your head. The dream. That dream is mentioned again. This is yep, the dream. This dream mentioned again. The dream that was the beginning of so-called episode of season three. Some other people, I'm sure you probably pull that comment out. Some people mm-hmm. think, is this a dream? Is this a who shot JR moment? Are they already dead? Mm. We don't know because yeah, because Kid Hart said, I got a theory, Earn died. So maybe this is a situation where Earn Earn is already dead and these are memories, or maybe he's on his deathbed and these are dreams that he's having. Who knows how this is show going in? Is it possible? And this is where it gets head trippy because see, I don't, I'm not, I can't really connect the the the, the D'Angelo stuff right now. But just far as the head tripping part, what if when Paperboy shot that guy, maybe he didn't shoot the guy. He shot maybe Earn got shot because mm. it did start off with a a, a murder attempt. I mean, to be honest. I yeah. ain't gonna say a murder tip, but it could have been an indirect murder or a manslaughter or something. But I mean, I know folks that's crazy out there, people throwing that out there. I do the specter death. Now, one thing that kind of had me cracking up, shout out to the uh to the group. A lot of people did not want to hear like they're gonna die. I'm sorry, y'all, but Paperboy has been brought brushed with death way too many times. Yeah, I think I think they're setting this up. Either that or they're setting us up for the swerve where we think Paperboy is going to be dead and it's really going to be someone else. And, you know, it's just the fact that when you got two distinct episodes in the woods where he ran for his life and then the European version of it, then what, Mm. like with Jazz, where he was going through it, where it all was hitting him, how is that not death coming for you? If y'all can't see that, I'm sorry, they spelling it out to some degree. Or maybe they're saying something, but death is involved. I mean, those kids threw a damn baby. <laughs> so, I'm just yo, saying, yo, <laughs> I know. Yo, this, all right, I shouldn't be laughing because you can't th- throwing babies is wrong. <laughs> when they threw that baby, they threw a baby, man. Yo, I busted out laughing. I shouldn't be laughing because I mean, but Kid at Heart says they could be in purgatory. But if they could are in purgatory, all right, now peep this. All right, classic movie. All right, clap. Before I say it, classic movie. There's a movie called Tales from the Hood. All right, now go with me. Go with me for a second. Darius is the devil, or at least a trickster type god, and they're in purgatory. Because your boy, Darius is chilling. Darius had a cape on. I don't even think it was, was it, it wasn't like a special event. He was just wearing a cape. Like, I mean, I guess it's all right. I mean, there's no there's know. no law that says that you can't wear a cape. You can wear a cape wherever you want. I'm just saying, like, maybe, uh, is it socially acceptable? Have we all gotten together and said, hey, we're not wearing capes on our jackets? And it, it, Or maybe we can. Maybe, maybe I'm missing out. I think you have to have a certain amount of cash to wear a cape and just be styling. Like, you got to be, or you got to be a pimp or something. I don't know. You got you to gotta have the profession. That allows you to wear a cape. Oh, you that man, that man got up like a like a relaxed magician and just left. I, and if, and let's just say if we to take it back, if it's not purgatory or they're not dead or whatever, it's just I do think Aaron's dream 
And then you got to you go back to episode one about the, the soul sucking zombies and they're just shuffling around lost. It's about mm-hmm. being stuck. And even somebody else brought up the point. In that episode, they were paperboy stuck. Earn was stuck. Paperboy mm. is literally stuck in traffic. Hearing yep. about one his 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 OG, basically, how he's dead and he feels stuck. And what does Darius say? Like we said before. So you don't like LA, you don't like New York, you don't really like Atlanta, you don't like nowhere. So that just kind of stayed yeah. with me that Paperboy needs to get unstuck. And I still believe that mm. he need he I think he the reason why he even went with the YWA foolishness, because again, uh Blue Blood's wife said, you know, real I just wish he had more fun. So I feel like he's going to try a little bit of any and everything because the fact that these I know these are, you know, the white, you know, the white kids are like, oh yeah, I remember you, you know, now they was disrespectful. I watched he I, said I watched, he you said look, you're the guy my dad bought. That's a whole nother level of like disrespect. <laughs> disrespect and then saying, I listened to you when I was a kid. Like they're only in like 16 he said 17. when I was a kid, it's like you're a kid. <laughs> like, like, so this when you put your hand on it on his shoulder. You're a kid. <laughs> but the problem, the sad problem, like we discussed earlier, the industry sells these artists like you know disposable tissue. You know, mm-hmm. they just we gotta get the new pack in, the new pack in. So how long is it before you know? I'm shocked they don't have an episode where, where a record company be like, you know, Paperboy, we're dropping. And yeah. then him and like him and Ern have to shuffle because honestly, I think his happiness comes from the hell with all this machine. I gotta be me. Because one thing I loved about this is what, what did stick with me when Paperboy sat down with Ern and he's like, your artist, like, you know, they they went all crazy, went to the Grammys just that fast. Of yep. course, they had to go the extra Atlanta mile. Yo, time, time, it's TV time. You know how TV time, time is. We don't know it's been a week, it's been a month, it's been a couple days. We don't know. We, you it's don't know TV if it's time. been a year. Like, yeah. Like, time in Atlanta does not exist. It, it, you know, it's just whatever. It's 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 a whole nother alternate dimension. But, um, <laughs> and when he said, how does it feel? He was like, I'm not going to lie, I just feel sick. This management stuff. May not be for me. And then Aaron, Aaron kind of, I think, smirked a little bit. Oh, well, okay. Well, I got a meeting to go to. I'll holler. Like, you always working. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's what it takes to deal yeah, with people like and, and in that <laughs> moment, I think, I, I'll say this. I think we see Paperboy respecting Earn more a little throughout bit more. season three and Finally. four. Because remember the first two seasons, he used to crap on Earn all the time. And I Earn mean, would be out there believing in him, working for him, trying to do some season stuff. Season two, he let his boy Tracy knock the snuffing, the snot out of Earn. He, Yo, he just sat there and looked. But I respect Earn. Here's why I respect Earn. Because regardless of the size of the man, regardless of the, the muscles or whatever, there's certain lines you shouldn't let nobody cross. And if we got to go out here and get it in the mud, we got to get it in the mud. But you need to know that you need to know that this line right here. It ain't gonna be crossed. Don't be you know what I'm saying? And, and regardless, regardless of you win or not, I'm gonna have to bite, scratch, kick, whatever. But this line right here, as a man, 
that's the line. And like, so I, got, I still respect her for that. It's like, look, because I've been in fights. I've won some. I lost some. But I let people know where I was. This is, this is the line. And that's it. That you're done. No more. So <laughs> props for that. And, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's one of those things where he, he, had, to let, he had to let him know. Um, but, the, but. but the good thing was the, the 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 real respect. I mean, the respect came where I think that was the crowning of respect. But the real respect came in New Jazz, where he's like, you know, mm. hey man, um, did you take care of me? You know, because you know, Paperboy could be dead. Like he woke up yep. out of this this thing. He's like, I just I was shaking and shivering, all that. You know, like, and then you know, some other people mentioned about how the reason why. You see who's the only person there is Ern. Yep. You know, even there though is who know where he at. <laughs> you know, who you know, not the dial Darius, but your cousin, who even though you crack on this and that, he's loyal to the people that he loves. And now that we know more about Ern's makeup and why he came back, yep. Even though Paperboy crapped on him, he still like, you know, they do love each other. And Ern is definitely there for him. So, but Paperboy had to learn to give that mutual respect. And even mm. though he earned, and the fact of the matter is, if he owns his masters, I know they say that. We don't know, I guess, we don't know if he's got his own record deal or his own thing. They need yeah. to do their own thing. They need to get away from all this mess and just do their own all thing. All the mess. Whatever now, uh, on, whatever. Antoine Films, he did, I, I forgot this part. Antoine Films says, I think because Paperboy said he hadn't seen Earn since his mom died. And thought yeah. he showed up because he was just hot on the radio then. But yep. throughout season one and two, I think it's easy to see that like he's not just around because you hot on the radio no more. Like this dude, he's for you. More so than Tracy just sleeping on your couch. And let's keep it real. He was hot on the radio, but Paperboy was about to, in a way, he could have fizzled out real fast and been a parody of himself because he still didn't have that true respect. As an artist, they're like, yeah, you this and that, but you know, you really ain't got it out here. Yeah, you or they was something. like, you just, they were just like, oh, you just local. You know what I'm saying? They like, you just, like, just local, local drug dealing rapper. They got plenty of yeah. And, and like, then he actually made it. So Oh, Spence said Earn got him on the radio. I thought, I thought was no, no he, you're he right. He did get him on the radio. Cause he remember he was uh he was Ernie behind the radio him. station with that white boy that was he was trying to get and him on there with. Him. Yeah, Earn did get him get him hot. Yo, so Earn did get him. Good. I forgot. Paperboy had the street. He had a couple joints on the streets where people on the streets was feeling him, but he got him on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Got and him on look, the radio. And, and then look what happened when you like it to be that episode. Well, where that dude knocked off all uh, Paperboy thing. Paperboy always feels disrespected. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, you made that, that uh, mixtape. It's yeah. garbage. And then that's when Paperboy lost it, and he shot old boy. <laughs> Yo, man. Remember when he took him to that event, and they did the thing of what, the boy that was dancing on the table, that was gotcha. rapping on the table? Um, Justin Bieber. Uh, no, nah. Justin was Bieber it Clark too. County? Yeah, yeah. Clark, Clark County. County, that was. Yo, man. Yo, Clark, yo, rest in peace, Clark County. You know what I'm saying? He gone. But but uh yeah, we are D'Angelo, y'all. We we all are D'Angelo. You know what I'm saying? We all somebody are. please tell me what this means. I, I like the only thing I can assume that this is 
is it's a statement on a artist's journey as far as crawling through the incinerator. You have to basically go through the fire to become in the fire is the industry stuff, the media stuff, the fan stuff, whatever, to reach your true artistry, which is just you chilling by yourself eating chicken skin sandwiches. Now that is some country. Hey. That is some country. But I, look, I hate. Look, look good, I'm though. from the south. I, I did it before. I'm from the south. Hey, and I hate to say this, but I know people that be making them sandwiches, and I was always like. But what about the rest of the chicken, though? Like now, I gotta have a piece of chicken without the without the. <laughs> I made one. So salt, keep the one, keep the one. I come in the fridge and I'm like, yo, what happened to the thigh, man? The thigh you know, ain't got no gone. skin on it. A couple of these got the skin gone, got the season on it. Don't worry about those pieces of chicken. I'm picking off of. Them. They mine. I'm gonna eat it later. <laughs> But yes, that that's that's a southern thing, man. Once you put like this, like I right, so ketchup sandwiches, syrup sandwiches, you know what I'm saying? The, the chicken. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know who started that. But yes, that is a thing. I've seen Especially people take the skin, the crispy off the off the chicken, but the crispest for the for the chicken, and then put that on some sunbeam. The and chicken right after church, a church. That somebody auntie and cooked up and he got that right amount of smushy smushiness to it. That's that chicken where you just smush it together like ah. He said ah, because the juice is still there. <laughs> yo, man, look, I'm gonna keep it real. If you want to get you yo, go to that go to that fish fry. All right, get like two planks. Is is probably you know they probably gonna put that whiting. Let's be for real. Let's, we know. It's gonna be whiting or tilapia. You know what I'm saying? We it you ain't getting no cod at no fish fry. All right. Well, now if you're down here, you're gonna get some real catfish. Oh, see, now yes, there are the catfish people. I don't like catfish. I know people, I know I know I probably just lost all my subscribers right there. I yo, I well, don't like the consistency. Right? You know, I, I don't like the consistency of catfish. It's just it's it's too oily for me. It's too oily, it's it's not for me. Just, Gotta have another person know how to know how to get that, know how to do it right. It's not for it. me, but shouts it's out to my whiting folks. Throw some whiting on some bread, <clears throat> boom. You know what I'm saying? You take the plank, cut the plank in half, flip it over on the bread, bam. There you go. This is all you need. Some sauce, drizzle it. Get the drizzle. Don't drown it. Drizzle. Hit it with the. You gotta shake the bottle like this. Hold that. Hold the bottom at the bottom of the bottle and drizzle it. You want to drizzle it? All right. Don't drizzle too hard because it's going to end up on your shirt. But just a little drizzle on there. Get a little, because you want a hint of spice. You don't want just hot fish. You know what I'm saying? You want a hint of that spice. <laughs> no, but but uh, <laughs> to connect this all up, basically what this tells you, when you are a hot artist rapper, you eventually want to become the fake D'Angelo eating chicken sandwiches. You want to become a foodie with your money, watching yep. yourself star in Where They At Part Five with Ice Cube. That's the highest level when you tie it all together. Yeah, that's the, the that's final it. form of artistry. That's what you want. But you know that's what? what? You want. That's you know what you're gonna get. But you know what you say about that guy? And this is a point I want to make. At the end of the day, unfortunately, and me and you was talking about this about how mm -hmm. artists do need to get their business game handled. At the end of the day, it is about not saying your artistry needs to suffer because of money, 
but you do mm-hmm. need to get paid for your artistry. And you need to set up the avenues where you get paid. You need to do that, handle that up as much as you can. Because you're not going to, no matter if it's fake, false, or improper, you're not going to always be the hot new thing. Oh, you you went robot again, or you went, you like far away. But you, but go ahead. You're not always going to be the hot thing. Saying you're just not going to be the hot thing. So are you going to be worried about what people think of you, or are you going to attain what's real? You know, what's what's real versus what's fake? Eventually, if you got a whole machine pounding on you to make it fake, you better find it. You better keep what's real. And that's what's in your pockets. That's what's in your family. That's what the things you need to do. That's what you can do if you ain't got swimming already. And that's Ant- I don't know. Yeah, it's Antoine Allen said the Beastie Boys voice effect. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. He don't like me after a while. Yo, Zoom be hating on us. Um, I'll say this. If somebody was asking me to do something, I was like, nah, man, I'm kind of cool. If they said a million, I said I said this to my wife. I would turn around and immediately say, "Are we talking about pre or post tax? Are we talking about we talk about a million between talking. we talk about a million between you and me? IRS ain't got to know about." I want to know. What <laughs> like, let's what come on. <laughs> this is my price, and can you do this too? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Look. If we talk about a cool man, or, or either that, or I'd be like, he'd be like, I'll give you a man. I'd be like, make it two, no, two between you and me. You bring the money, we do this. <laughs> if we talking about, look, we talk about that paper bag, that's real. Look, give me 100, <laughs> give me 1.5 in cash, 0.5 in Bitcoin or something. <laughs> Wait, look, let me go on. Look, let's keep it real. <laughs> Cause when he said a million, Paperboy was like, "Hey, bro, I was gonna say no." <laughs> that line in the sand got removed. Oh man, uh, <laughs> Ghost MKC said, "I was dying when Ern said he wasn't gonna sign him, but he sounded good." The whole scene was bizarre <laughs> with the peanut butter and how he knew uh, psychic details about Ern. Yeah, thank you. Like that went. No, th- okay, let me, okay, all right, as, as a brother, no, you did not just hit me with the Simba of peanut butter, then lick the thumb, you lick the thumb that you peanut buttered me with, all right, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm happy, I don't know if I like that, all right, I'm just saying, I know people gonna be like, oh, nah, you too toxic, you toxic masculine, no, man, a man shouldn't be simba you, and then licking the finger, man, it's, it's weird, it it's nasty, don't, don't put peanut butter kid. on another man, oh, kid. don't put no damn peanut butter on my head, hey, yeah, don't put a peanut butter on a man, they ain't got to deal with gender at all, don't put peanut butter on my head, yeah, don't put like, peanut butter on nobody, <laughs> all right, no man, then, then people, don't put peanut butter on nobody, no, yeah, no man's, mean. no woman's. Look, what did I say? It don't matter. Same sex, same problems, whatever. Don't disrespect my damn space. Homie straight gave him the Simba. And then said, ah. Like, I was like, whoa. (laughs) Brother, I I don't need first, I don't know where you got this peanut butter from. Alright? I don't know where you got it from. That's one. (laughs) Two, don't be be looking at 
And I mean, even though it's it's me, don't be licking my essence. Right? First of all, if that was that government <laughs> peanut butter that they give you in the you know in the, in the food stamps or whatever, do you, that first of all would cut cut a whole put a cut on your forehead. As thick as that stuff is. That thick stuff. Like, he would have moved when he put his stuff. He would have just been like. <laughs> hey, that was, was, that was, was some bizarre. of that smooth. That, that's some jiff or something. You, I, you got that. Like one cat, he kind of put it in, 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 the, uh, in, the, in the group. He was like, I was not entertained. I was I, I was entertained. I was shocked. I was, I was disturbed. I was I dumbfounded was and like puzzled. Disturbed. This whole episode disturbed Perplexed. me. <laughs> when they said Twin Peaks were rappers, they had to give you one. They had to give you one that's to curb, to swerve you off yep. sanity. And Antoine, Antoine <laughs> Films says, I mean, Ghost MKC says, there's been multiple struggle meals shown this season. And, uh, and Antoine Films says, rip the bread tight peanut butter. <laughs> True, bro, you ain't never lied. That bread, look. You try to put the peanut butter on, even when you know this is a strong peanut butter, you be like, all right. In your mind, you be like, I'm going to put it on light. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to hit the bread hard. That joint take that bread, that joint take that bread, put it in a headlock, and throw it out. Ah. (laughs) A pothole in it immediately. Uh, (laughs) The USDA. (laughs) Oh, peep this. Kid at Heart says that was a a representation of even as an artist, once you become D'Angelo, with all the wisdom and talent, even if you still sound good, they won't sign you unless they can use you the way they want. Oh, they said, or I'm reaching. <laughs> Yo, look, hey, kid, we here, man. Go on, kid. That's, we gonna leave right. it right there. We gonna leave it right there. Kid, leave it right there. You, that, that makes kid, the most logical bang. sense. Thank you. Because the whole beat of butter. man. You, mm, go on, kid. Good job. Call, he's a good kid because I call him kid. You know what I'm saying? But, and he got a heart. And he got a heart. <laughs> Keith, tell him where to get find you. <laughs> I guess you can find me in re- I'm still in reality. Atlanta is trying to pull me from it. Oh, I, look, I, I give a lot of leeway. This this probably wasn't my favorite, but I love the episode because of what he was saying with Paperboy. Er, yeah. it just took a little, it took a little second. Thank you, kid. I it, he, we, we wrapped it all up, he, but uh, mm. you can find me uh, at www.blerd-ish.com. The sale is going on right now through tomorrow. That'll be the last September sale. Uh, of course, we have a sale each month. If you are in Lafayette, Louisiana, October 1st and 2nd, I'm going to be hanging with the Green Ranger. I'm going to be hanging with uh, Sting, the legendary icon, and I'll be hanging with Moth Gideon. And other TV fame, he's gonna be one of the guests. I'm gonna be at table 424. Come see me. Come get some black comics. Get some dope stuff. Shout out to my homie. Uh, see what Lynn sows. I'm actually gonna have superhero scrunchies. Got stuff for the ladies too. Mm. I even have money for the ladies. I don't discriminate. I ain't toxic over here. I want all your green. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but we got <laughs> books, everything's coloring books. Come on, have a good time. And if anything, you know, come get some chicken sandwiches and laugh here with me. And we're going to drink because Louisiana, the liquor never stops. If you want to come we, in. And shouts out because hopefully, hopefully you can make it to Jackson because that's going to be fun. Uh, yo, look, 
You know, the tour is going to make a stop in Jackson, so it's, it's going to be fun. Stop gamma, holler at us. Yeah, let us know what you yeah, can do. Yeah, gamma, holler at us. Holler at us, let us know this. I'm going to try to make it, you know, that's actually a Monday, I believe, and it's November. That's a perfect time yep. to maybe uh, disappear from a certain place of employment to come holler at the illustrious, wonderful brother right here um, that is Nerdsome. That's what's up. So, N-E-R-D, S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, pick uh, what, podcast, TikTok, whatever. Guys, there's tons of ways to support. Even, look, even if you can't drop a dime in the bucket, sharing is caring. Share this stream to your folks. It only takes, I've checked, it takes three button presses. You got your thumb, you watch it on the phone or whatever. Boop, boop, boop. That's it. Three. All right? It's less... It's easier to share my stream than it is to spread peanut butter on a man's forehead and then lick it off, all right? That's all I'm saying. It's easier to do that. So until next time, I'm going to leave y'all with some dope beats, (laughs) some black comics. (laughs) So from us to you, thank you for chilling. (laughs) No more peanut butter is spread, y'all. Love. 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 I got the first two, third episode. Jesus. It's love. like going back to college. But that's good, love. though. It's, good it's crazy. Life. But we love all y'all. From us to you. Oh, you come you coming you coming to say bye? Uh, 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 he, he, he don't want to say bye. He, he 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 ain't happy. He ain't happy right now. So he he gonna let y'all know. He gonna this is how much... See, we liked the new episode. He apparently did not. But from us to you, thank you for watching. Tomorrow, we got Beast Vibes Life with Architron. We got Rings of Power. And yeah, I think that's it. Until next time. Peace. Mm. Uh. And we out. <laughs> yeah.